0: Hello, hello, everyone. This is the Frankly Daniel Show, and I'm the Daniel and the Frankly part of this enterprise. It's my weekly exercise of our First Amendment rights, and it's an honor to be here today with you. I have so much to cover and so very much to say, so let's jump right in. Today's show is entitled, Fauci's COVID Follies for Dummies, Part 4. As you'll see, there's a lot of political dummies shoveling a lot of bad advice and outright misleading information about all things COVID, especially advice from infamous Dr. St. Fauci. The story that follows is about a cover-up by Dr. Fauci and others over the truth of whether Dr. Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases funded dangerous research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. This story is complex and has multiple moving parts and they're all moving at the same time. In fact, it's moving so fast that just when I get ready to take to the airwaves, another piece of the puzzle pops up. <laughs> My nerves. But nonetheless, here we go. Let me say now, at the very beginning of the show, I believe Dr. Anthony Fauci must be suspended immediately, or preferably resign, or as a last resort be fired. America is way past the follies and miscues of Dr. Fauci. It becomes clearer every day that Dr. Fauci has purposely misinformed, lied, and obfuscated the truth about his role and that of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in the funding of -of gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. What we're soon to find out is that the very institutions America has created to defend us and protect us from all rampant disease, endemics, and pandemics was in part responsible for creating the very same coronavirus that artificially morphed into the lethal COVID-19 virus. I say artificially morphed because COVID-19 is most probably a man-made virus. This creation allegedly happened in a US National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases funded laboratory experiment at the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. This laboratory, partly on our behalf, was doing dangerous and ethically questionable gain-of-function research on deadly bat viruses. Oh, gain-of-function is a laboratory technique meant to enhance the transmission and pathogenic attributes of a potentially infectious virus. In other words, it makes a virus more contagious and more lethal. Furthermore, gain-of-function research manipulates a virus to target a particular animal species. In this case, the target is us, humans. COVID-19 fits all three of these criteria. Hypothetically, certain virologists will tell you this type of research is meant to figure out what Mother Nature might be up to, by manipulating viruses into pathogens and then using this knowledge nobly to plan preventive steps and cures. This is so much damn hogwash. Despite 15 years of this type of research, we've yet to second guess mother nature and produce that most likely next deadly pathogen and prepare against it. But we have succeeded at creating our own deadly virus. Yeah, it's called COVID-19. Hypothetically, this sinister, man-made COVID-19 virus accidentally leaked from this Chinese lab after an unplanned, certainly unintentional laboratory accident that subsequently exposed several lab scientists to COVID-19. These scientists, six of them, soon thereafter contracted the disease caused by COVID-19 and were hospitalized in a Chinese ICU. We know that some of these workers died of a hellacious catastrophic pneumonia. We know little about others who were exposed to these workers and were the next in line to fall to COVID-19. Furthermore, we do know that early on the Chinese did everything they could to bury this story with those dying from this mysterious new illness. Those few recovering from COVID-19 were never to be heard from as the Chinese closed ranks and choked off all unofficial communications. That is, until the infection had spread like wildfire and could no longer be held secret. When the first reports of the nature of this disease showed up in our American press, it must have sent painfully disturbing chills down Dr. Fauci's limited spine. Dr. Fauci knew that his National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease was currently and had funded coronavirus gain of function research at this very Wuhan Institute of Virology. Dr. Fauci knew at the time that there was a risk, perhaps remote risk, but nonetheless risk, that his institute had funded or could have funded the very virus responsible for COVID-19. Furthermore, Dr. Fauci knew that this fact must never ever be known because the whirlwind of discovery would not understand the reasons behind such research and would certainly condemn the entire field of gain of function research. Yes, discovery would devastate numerous careers in virology and globally tarnish the hallowed institutes of health in a near fatal way. From that moment of reflection forward, Dr. Fauci's done everything at his considerable power to marshal the National Institutes of Health funded virologists, and there's many of them that are funded by the NIH into one collective voice to say that COVID had sprung from nature and not from any other possible source and most certainly not from a man-made engineered bat virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Mr. Jamie Meltzer, a Democrat, said, if the pandemic started as part of a lab leak, it had the potential to do to virology what Three Mile Island and Chernobyl did to nuclear science. There are two articles I bring to your attention. The first is by Nicholas Wade, a retired top science writer for nature, science, and the New York Times for over 50 years. His article entitled, The Origins of COVID, Did People or Nature Open Pandora's Box at Wuhan? is a provoking explosive investigation of the probable lab leak hypothesis. It appears in the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists which you can probably find right next to the ladies' home journal <laughs> on the racks at Barnes & Noble. Okay, I'm, I'm joking. The next article I recommend is entitled, The Lab League Theory, Inside the Fight to Uncover COVID-19's Origins. This was just published in the most recent issue of all journals or magazines, Vanity Fair. This article is 23 type pages of facts and opinion, and I highly recommend it. Today I'm going to opine on the disaster that's Tony Fauci. But most of what I have to say you'll find in one of these two articles, or on any primetime report on Fox News or Newsmax, or any other straight-up news channel. Yeah, good luck finding another one of these in today's convoluted and twisted world of radical liberal media. These media outlets have done all in their collective power to defend the radical liberal democratic establishment of which Tony Fauci is a dues-paying member. But the lab leak story has become too big to squash any longer. For them, there's only spin left to defend the indefensible. As if Fauci's 16 months of lying about the origins of COVID-19 hasn't been damning enough, he's also purposely lied to America about the use of masks, social distancing, closing businesses, schools, outdoor activities, vaccines for children, and about the very nature of COVID-19 as a disease. For instance, there never was a scientific reason to keep us six feet apart from other human beings. Dr. Fauci and the CDC, they must have decided on the distance based on how far someone in the office could spit effectively. Well, okay, I'm joking again. But while we're at it, masks don't protect you either. You'd be better off obtaining a talisman, you know, For those of us not connected to the spirit community, a talisman's an object, typically an inscribed ring or stone, that is thought to have magical powers to bring you good luck. As for Fauci's dismissal, I'm not the first to call for such measures, and I'm hardly the first to call Dr. Fauci a delusional liar, nor to say that Dr. Fauci is a self-serving and self-absorbed manipulator of facts and half-truths. Peter Navarro, Trump's senior, Advisor on Trade and Manufacturing, and the National Journal recently called Dr. St. Fauci a sociopath. I'm not sure I'd go particularly that far, but there are plenty of Trump administration insiders that have seen Dr. Fauci operate. Of course, Senator and physician Rand Paul has been the most aggressive questioner of all things Dr. Fauci. He's called for Fauci's resignation, especially after 3,200 of Dr. Fauci's emails were just obtained by two news organizations via a Freedom of Information petition. And what a treasure trove that has been. But let's face it, Dr. Fauci has been a valuable tool of President Biden in maintaining the national fear and scare tactics used by blue state governors and the Biden administration. Democrats have used pandemic fear and anxiety to keep us, the citizens, locked down and out of school out of business and out of everyday life fear independence on big government have been the goals of democrats in justifying their efforts to spend trillions of dollars we don't have but must borrow from our future to fund democrats brand of socialism therefore given fauci's value as a fear stoker and spokesperson biden would never think of firing or retiring fauci nevertheless I call my senators often asking them to advance the idea of firing Fauci. After all the lies he's been caught in, I'm not surprised he doesn't just have the good sense to resign immediately. This doesn't mean others haven't thought about helping Dr. Fauci out of his job. In fact, two different Republican representatives have filed legislation to have Fauci removed from office. To that end, on May 11th, Ohio Representative Warren Davidson introduced the FIRED Act, which stands for Fauci Incompetence Requires Early Dismissal. I thought that was pretty clever. This act sets a 12-year term limit for appointees serving in the capacity of the Director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Dr. Fauci's been in his current role since, well, since right after I got off the boat with Noah, or sometime right around 1984 in other words he's been there 37 years as the director now this is important to remember why you ask because nearly every research lab in america is beholden to doctor Fauci's grant approvals go against doctor Fauci especially publicly and that's the end of any future NIH funding you know NIH funding is the lifeblood of academic medical centers and thousands of researchers in this country Perhaps this is why we only hear contrary viewpoints about Fauci's COVID pronouncements from those in the medical community with no ties or intended future ties to the NIH or Dr. Fauci's domain, the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. The only other group free to talk about Fauci's proclamations were members of the retired research community. In any event, in promoting this fired act, Representative Davidson says, quote, Dr. Fauci represents everything that President Eisenhower warned us about in his farewell address, the scientific technical elite steering this country toward their own ends. Americans have had decades of Dr. Fauci's leadership, and he publicly failed to respond appropriately to this COVID-19 pandemic. He goes on to say it's time for Dr. Fauci to step aside so that new leadership can follow the science and not the politics and start reopening America. Now a month earlier Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced two pieces of legislation. The first called Fire Fauci Act and the second called We Will Not Comply Act. The Fire Fauci Act would cut the salary of Dr. Fauci to zero dollars until a new Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases administrator is confirmed by the Senate. Dr. Fauci as you probably already know is the highest paid government official probably ever making an excess of a cool four hundred and seventeen thousand dollars a year. I don't think he got one of the stimulus checks by the way. And this is not counting federal benefits and contributions to his retirement fund. And this also doesn't count his fees from consulting and sitting on boards of major healthcare care companies. Such a deal. What a country. I suppose if you're going to get bad advice, you best get the best bad advice money can buy. And that would be Dr. Fauci. Representative Green's The We Will Not Comply Act would prevent any business from discriminating against a person based on their COVID-19 vaccine status. This is an an additional wrinkle, if you will, in the anti-vaccine passport movement, but but I digress. Let's get back to Dr. Fauci's 3,200 emails. Not only do these emails from the early phases of the pandemic tell a disturbing tale of Dr. Fauci's concern that his agency's funding of -of gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology could become public, but that these funds may have been used In fact, to create the COVID-19 coronavirus that allegedly escaped from the Wuhan lab, of course, by accident. But back to Fauci's email revelations. We also learned that Dr. Fauci didn't believe face masks were going to make a difference in the infectious spread of this disease. As he advised a friend online who just happened to be a former HHS secretary. Yeah, former Health and Human Services secretary. I ask you, where have you heard that masks don't make any meaningful population protective difference before? Yeah, you've heard it right here on the Frankly Daniels show from the very beginning of my tenure on this courageous America Out Loud radio network. Here's one of Fauci's lesser known discussions on masks.
1: People wearing masks now is just not relevant. <laughs> you don't need to be walking around with a mask right now. Masks, quite frankly, are more important for people who are infected to prevent them from infecting someone else.
2: And and hopefully they would get a better mask than the drugstore sells? Right, the the, the
1: drugstore masks that sell have a lot of loopholes in them that let the virus through.
0: Here's some more mask advice from Dr. Fauci.
1: When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face.
0: These are the last two clips I can find of Dr. Fauci telling anything close to the truth about anything COVID. But I cannot begin to tell you how angry I am that this little man has misled and harmed millions hundreds of millions of Americans with his self-protective COVID-19 advice. This stupid mask advice and mandates are trivial. They're trivial compared to the long-term damage done to our children by closing down schools and supporting their closure, even after we had mountains of scientific evidence that COVID-19 wasn't a threat to children. Then this little man teamed up with our mentally challenged Joe Biden to allow the teachers unions to dictate COVID school policy to the CDC. This alone should be a fireable offense. Here's a picture I, I, I can't get out of my mind. This is a Dr. Fauci inspired scene. It's when Joe and Jill Biden visited the fifth grade classroom at the Yorktown Elementary School in New Yorktown, Virginia on May 3rd of 2021, yes, on May 3rd of 2021, 30 days ago approximately these fifth graders were sitting at their desks with face masks on. Okay, no big deal. That's what's been going on. But as if this weren't ridiculous enough, each desk was encased in plexiglass with backs and tops of the desk open to the room. So President Biden walks by one desk, knocking off the plexiglass shield onto the floor. When this hit the ground, everyone scrambled to pick up the plexiglass It made a loud bang, the Secret Service were all looking around, but not even this discordant noise woke anyone up over the folly of plexiglass desk enclosures. Let me tell you in no uncertain terms, this entire plexiglass and plastic base shields business and plexiglass-contained-student desks may as well be a chapter out of the 1692 Salem witch trials. Surely, had anyone suggested this idiocy back then, they'd have rightly been tarred and sentenced as a witch. COVID-19 is an aerosolized airborne disease that pays no attention to plexiglass, plastic face shields, or masks for that matter. But political Joe and Jill again misled a nation into believing on May 3rd of this year that this is the ideal classroom setup. This, isn't, this is just as asinine as their trip on the next day on May 4th when they went to visit Jimmy and roslyn Carter. After their maskless indoor photo shoot, the Bidens walk outside and the first thing they do is put their masks on. Again, telling the nation vaccines don't work. Again, modeling fear and uncertainty that someone out there is about to infect them with COVID-19, so put that mask on or else. Hello, they're both vaccinated. They're both outside, my gosh. Well, back to Dr. Fauci. The Fouch, I'm fond of calling him the Fouch now. The Fouch learns in late March of 2020, as we all did from the World Health Organization, that COVID-19 could be spread from an asymptomatic infected individual. In other words, people who look healthy could infect you. That's when the Fouch completely changed his stance on, you don't need to, and you shouldn't be walking around wearing a mask to his hysterical mask everyone campaign but population studies continue to come forward showing that even in the most masked blue Democrat controlled states this effort has made no measurable difference let me repeat this has made no measurable difference in the spread of COVID-19 compared to red Republican states that never issued mask mandates here in Florida We call that freedom from Fauciism. Well, in fact, recent studies confirmed that since the CDC lifted its masking guidance on May 13th for vaccinated individuals, there's been no, there's been no, there's been no upturn in COVID-19 infections. Newly reported infections have declined at the same rate they were dropping the month prior to the CDC's update. But the new guidance has had an impact on vaccine sediment. that's for sure. Vaccine rates increased immediately after the CDC's announcement. Nevertheless, daily vaccine rates continue to fall for one simple reason. There are fewer of us to vaccinate every day. Hello. Another fact. States like Texas and Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I loved loved that in grade school. Well, anyway, these states lifted mask mandates and Late April of 2021. They continue to see their COVID cases and deaths hit rock bottom. Now, so much for these Republican Neanderthal states. Since the Fauci emails hit the newsstands, it's been all hands on deck for the Fauci defenders coming to the aid of Dr. Fauci's solo theory that COVID 19 could only have come from Mother Nature and not a laboratory petri dish. Recently armed with new email information, Martha McCollum of Fox News held it blankly and at times heated back and forth with Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the National Institutes of Health. I usually don't play audio of someone like Martha, but here's an example of the frustration we're all feeling as we try to get authorities to quit stonewalling on this information.
2: But Dr. We, we have been told up and down that anybody who thinks that this was not a zoonotic virus is is part of some conspiracy theory, doesn't know what they're talking about, right? Now I'm not a scientist, so I, I give you that. That's why I want to raise these questions with you. Because when I read these things, that they're working exactly. on things that resist all vaccines and immunotherapy, right? It makes me wonder why we would be allowing this kind of research and why with the history of lab leaks that have led to other viruses getting out, why we wouldn't have right away said, you know, pressured the folks in China at this lab to say, we need to understand what happened here, instead of just assuming that it was coming from an animal. And it's my understanding that the Chinese, you know, and I don't know what you can trust and what you can't trust, but that they have not found, they've tested 80,000 species. They can't find one animal that carried COVID-19. So why is there so much basis given to that part of the story and not the lab leak part of the story.
3: Again, I think the most likely explanation is still a natural transmission. Why do you think that?
0: Yes, since Fauci's emails hit the fan, Dr. Collins and Dr. Fauci have doubled and tripled down on the animal source story of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, let's take a short break. I need to refresh my adult beverage, and to go find my COVID talisman. You please all come on back, would you? I'll be here, there's a lot more to ponder.
4: In 2008, the amount of concentrated time people could spend on a task without becoming distracted was 12 seconds. Five years later, it was only eight seconds, one second less than a goldfish. If you find yourself always distracted or having trouble recalling information, you're likely to fall behind in the demanding, fast-paced 21st century. In other words, brain performance is more critical now than ever. Boost your brain power with Healthy Cells Focus Plus Recall.
5: Now, never before in our history have we witnessed the level of hatred that is now being waged against our law enforcement. While anarchist groups create havoc and overwhelm our first responders, these same groups and their corporate supporters are calling for the police forces to be shrunk and defunded. What can you and I do to make a difference? How can we stand up for what is right and to show our support? That's what I'm going to tell you about this incredible new platform. It's called ShopToTheRight.com. And it's a new shopping platform that will help you find businesses that align with your values. They feature products made in America. They support veteran-owned businesses as well as our law enforcement community. This is a time when we need to stick together. We need to shop together. And we need to support each other. It's time... For you and I to make some noise and stand up to protect our country. And one easy way to do that is to shop and give our money to companies that don't seek to destroy our way of life. So join the fight for liberty. ShopToTheRight.com Support those American businesses that support law enforcement and veterans. AmericaOutloud.com. Simply put,
0: we're patriots who believe in Ronald Reagan's vision of a shining city on a hill. From sea to shining sea, you can listen in on iHeartRadio. Our free apps are on Apple, Android, or Alexa, or our world-class media player. America Out Loud Talk Radio liberty, and justice for all. Readings and hallucinations, and welcome back to The Frankly Daniels Show. Say, perhaps after the Fouch leaves his current position, maybe Joey, Joey Biden will appoint him to, to work with John Kerry as the spokesperson for climate change. Someone with Dr. Fauci's deep experience in leading people astray on what the settled science says about climate change could really help sell this bogus, well, uh, well bogus, uh, I, I won't say it. We'll just think it together, okay? But let's get back to the emails. Dr. Fauci's emails show that other scientists were writing the Fauci at the very beginning of the pandemic, claiming they believed, after examining the guilty coronavirus, that it appeared engineered. For instance, Dr. Christian Anderson writes Fauci on January 31st of 2020, quote, so one has to look really, really closely at the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look engineered, end quote. In other words, Dr. Anderson is questioning if the coronavirus causing COVID-19 that he's just examined could be the result of -of gain-of-function research. Fauci immediately emails his deputy after this email, telling him, it's essential that we speak this a.m. Keep your cell phone on. I have a conference call at 7.45 a.m. with Secretary Azar, who was the secretary of HHS at the time. It will likely be over at 8.45 a.m. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You will have tasks today that must be done. He signs it. thanks, Tony. And he attaches to the email a document entitled Dr. Barrick, Dr. Xi. Dr. Barrick is a guy at North Carolina that does gain-of-function research. Dr. Xi is the famous batwoman who resides at the Wuhan Institute of Virology who does gain-of-function research. And uh, Dr. Fauci says, Nature Medicine, a scientific journal, is going to have something on sars gain of function. It's a PDF. So he wants them to look at this stuff. Fauci also emails Dr. Francis Collins, the director of NIH, to tell him, quote, conspiracy theories about the origins of COVID-19 are afoot. But the Fauci emails others, and his responses clearly show that Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins were both very worried about the possibility that this virus in a wayward Chinese lab experiment was funded by the NIH. Let me point out that scientists dispute whether anyone can actually detect gene manipulation of coronaviruses. They point out that those who actually perform gain-of-function research claim these gain functions and spike proteins inserted into the coronaviruses to make them more infectious and lethal are really undetectable. Dr. Fauci's assistant director gets back to him the next day and he writes, the paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain of function, pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by NIH. He goes on to say, my assistant will try to determine if we have any distant ties to the work abroad. Well, Senator Paul has proof that the NIH did have funding ties to Dr. Xi and her gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In any event, the Fouch convenes a secret conference call with other scientists in early February to concoct a scenario in which the dominant theory about COVID-19 is one in which Mother Nature gets all the blame for the bad coronavirus. The contents of this meeting and the participants was withheld from the recent Freedom of Information request submitted by BuzzFeed and the Washington Post. Ironically, the Fouch goes on to assist Dr. Anderson. Yeah, the same Dr. Anderson questioning whether COVID-19 virus was manufactured. Uh, Dr. Fauci assists him in getting a letter published in the journal Nature supporting the scenario that this is an animal vectored uh, disease. The letter is signed by other virologists stating that the Mother Nature theory of COVID-19 is the only viable theory. There's no such thing as a lab leak possibility as far as they're concerned. Now, this contrived letter doesn't appear in the journal until April 17, 2020. It's on that date Dr. Fauci is present at one of those two-hour Trump and company COVID-19 press conferences. I'm sure you remember them. At hour 1 and 43 minutes, one forty-three into this conference, the COVID press conference on April 17th that we're talking about, Dr. Fauci's arranged for a reporter to toss to toss him a question at the very end of this whole conference. Mr. President, I want to ask Dr. Fauci, could you address these suggestions or concerns that this virus was somehow man-made, possibly came out of a laboratory in China? Well, Dr. Fauci makes his way to the podium, and he says, quote, there was a study recently that we could make available to you where a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in bats as they evolve, And the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with the jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the paper will be available. I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available to you. End quote. Now, this was a totally dishonest statement. First, first, the Dr. Fauci advised on the paper he's referencing. This so-called paper was a letter to the journal signed by several virologists, stating that they support the natural origins of COVID and don't think it came from a lab leak. The lead author of the letter is none other than Dr. Anderson, who initially queried Fauci about the virus, looking like it was engineered. Finally, there's no way to have conclusively ruled out the lab leak theory. This is total conjecture. It's just opinion. There was no more proof on April 17, 2020 than there was on April 16, 2020 that this wasn't a Wuhan lab accident. Now, you may remember Admiral Bradshaw, the former White House coronavirus testing czar, who is also a pediatric intensive care physician. Well, he had this to say in response to this Dr. Fauci statement?
3: Well, the statement from last year was completely false. Uh, There was no pattern of mutations that suggests that it went right from an animal in a natural uh, situation to humans. And there's still uh, no evidence to show that. So that statement was completely wrong. Um, It was uh, obvious to be antagonistic to President Trump um, and to the administration. And I think there is a lot of CYA going on right now.
0: Uh, Of course, uh, CYA is an acronym for Cover Your Assets. We all know that. Nevertheless, two days after Dr. Fauci's statement, Dr. Peter uh, Zanuck, the president of EcoHealth, the group who used NIH funds to subcontract the Wuhan Institute of Virology to conduct the gain-of-function research, he writes Dr. Fauci and says, quote, I just want to say a personal thank you on behalf of our current staff and collaborators, for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a nature, a natural origin, for COVID-19 from a bat to a human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. End of quote. Hello, hello. There's no science. There is no scientific evidence. What is he talking about? The rest of this exchange between Dr. Fauci and Dr. Danzik was redacted and unavailable to view. It was disallowed under FOIA or Freedom of Information Act exemption B7A, which states quote, records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes, but only to the extent that production could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. End quote. Now, this is very strange. Does this mean doctors pauchi and Danzig are under investigation? it remains to be seen. Well, I hope so. Nevertheless, after April 17th, both Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins go on an aggressive crush all other possibilities campaign by claiming that COVID-19 could only come from Mother Nature. Frankly, I'm surprised Mother Nature didn't show up among Dr. Fauci's emails. My guess is that she's pretty PO'd about being blamed without evidence. Even Mother Nature expects due process. But perhaps she's speaking her truth with her pronouns and her way. The Chinese reported as early as May 2020, yes, a whole year ago, that after testing over 80,000 species, they hadn't found one animal source, one animal vector of this coronavirus. And there's been no update since May 2020 about their search for an animal host. And importantly... They've let us know they've stopped looking as far as they're concerned. This is a closed case. Interestingly, in all prior SARS and coronavirus outbreaks, the animal source has been identified within months of the outbreak, but not COVID-19. It's that elusive animals out there somewhere, according to Dr. Fauci, but Dr. Fauci must be getting nervous. It's not nice to mess with mother nature. I found it curious that when Fauci and Collins pit their animal theories against competing theories, they always pit the most outlandish counter theories against their own animal vector theory. Uh, Those of you who've taken a rhetorical debating course before will recognize this as a common technique used to make the other guy look, frankly, silly. For instance, no one is seriously claiming the virus was planted by an alien from another planet or that Russians dropped an engineered virus off at the Wuhan wet food market that set the world against China, or that COVID-19 was somehow mistakenly trucked in with frozen food shipments to Wuhan. Yeah, the Stouffer's company should be pretty worried, right? Fauci and Collins failed to note that there are hundreds of recent reports from virology labs that accidental viral spills happen and that some of these viruses have actually escaped from the supposedly inviolable lab containment environments. After all, these labs are managed by humans. We do make mistakes. The truth be told, there's still no evidence to support the so-called zoonotic nature theory either. Furthermore, and more disturbingly, the Batwoman, Dr. Xi, an American-trained Chinese scientist who leads uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology and one of two leading gain-of-function scientists in the world, this woman, a woman whose entire research career is focused on gain-of-function research of the coronaviruses in bats, she thanks the NIH for their funding of her gain-of-function research on one of her recently published scientific papers. This is a fact that Dr. Senator Rand Paul has challenged Dr. Fauci about in open Senate hearings on May 11th. Now, you can find these confrontations with, with Dr. Paul or Senator Paul, on scores of YouTube videos. Here's a series of clips of Dr. Fauci aggressively claiming there's only one possibility as to the source of this deadly virus.
1: If you look at the genomic sequences of the viruses that are in bats in the wild, it's strikingly similar to the sequences that you have found now in people who have been infected with the original wild-type virus. If you look at The evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now is very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated, the way the mutations have naturally evolved. A number of very qualified evolutionary biologists have said that everything about the stepwise evolution over time strongly indicates that it evolved in nature and then jumped species.
0: Again, Dr. and Admiral Brett Sherrard reacted to these three Fauci clips by saying that after the March 2021 WHO report, well, well, here, here's the clip in his own
3: words. came uh, convinced of that with the WHO report in March, which showed definitively that there was no environmental source, there was no intermediary host, there was really nothing linking this to any virus in the natural world,
0: So the Fouch has his story down pat, and he's sticking with this lie. The Democrats and the Trump-hating, hysterical, liberal media destroyed our faith in the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Central Intelligence Agency with the Russia, Russia, Russia Trump hoax for four years of Trump's presidency. And now the Democrats continue to support those in charge at the Center for Disease Control, the National Institutes of Health, and the Fauci-directed National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. But some of the Democrats are listening and have supported Senate Republican bills to open and transparent research as to whatever truth can be gained about the COVID-19 origins at this very late date. I'm asking the same questions you have all been asking. Why? Why are we funding research in China? Any research at all? much less deadly, lethal coronavirus research that serves a dual purpose, one of these purposes being a bioweapon. Isn't this the type of research that should be restricted to Fort Detrick in Frederick, Maryland, our biological weapons research lab? Instead, we're outsourcing this research to a level four virology lab in China that also serves the Chinese Communist Party as their bioweapons laboratory. Yes, the Wuhan Institute of Virology is aligned with the Chinese military. When the Chinese poop hit the fan in January 2020, a major general was sent to take command of the Wuhan laboratory. Again, here's Admiral Brett Gerard commenting on the issue of China's bioweapons programs.
3: The United States does not have an offensive biological weapons program. There are multiple open sources of, of intel that suggest that China has an extensive biological weapons program and that it's integrated between state laboratories, academia, and private industry. So it is not crazy, as people uh, suggest, uh, like that this could have been part of a bio program.
0: Well, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Collins didn't tell you this, did they? Parenthetically, the majority of our free press and free media, they didn't either. The Fouch and Dr. Collins respond by saying we must conduct this type of research to better understand future viral threats. Yet these same scientists cannot tell us the probability of a coronavirus becoming lethal and then crossing over into an animal host and then onto humans. But they insist this is a valid area of funded research. Doesn't this sound like, here's some plutonium, I'll see what you can do with it. So can doctors Fauci and Collins give us one example of pre-discovery that saved us millions of lives. They can't because there's not one example of using this form of research to pre-plan a vaccine or any other mitigating pandemic procedures. It's all baloney and it's darn dangerous baloney. They say we must conduct this research, but would we be funding this type of research in Iran or North Korea, or Russia, just because they too have bats to study? I hope the answer would be no, but I have absolutely no confidence, absolutely no faith whatsoever that the answer would be no. One other thing, it's a small thing perhaps, the United States placed gain of function on shutdown in 2014. There was a strict moratorium on this type of research and most certainly on the NIH funding of gain of function research. That was until January 9th of 2017. So what's so special about January 9th, you ask? Well, thanks for asking. On January 9th, 2017, 11 days before Donald J. Trump became president, Tony Fauci quietly and unceremoniously removed this moratorium on gain-of-function research. This paved the way for the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases funding of Dr. Shi, that Batwoman, her gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Again, funding that Dr. Shi thanked the NIH for in her most recent scientific publication, gain-of-function research. By the way, the initials for gain-of-function are G-O-F, or GOOF. All that's spilling out before us now is information that the left can't find a reason to completely disavow. They are no longer in opposition to the possibility of the lab leak theory. By the way, all this information was available to President Trump in real time. Trump firmly said in April of 2020 that he believed COVID-19 came from a lab leak at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Dr. Fauci openly and continually disagreed with Trump. Here's a final quote from uh, Admiral Brett uh, Girard having to do with what Fauci was up to.
3: That was in distinction uh, from Dr. Fauci, who really argued very uh, you know, very convincingly, that this was uh, something that evolved in nature. There was no data that showed it evolved in nature, and there's still no data that. Uh,
0: correct. There's still no data supporting Dr. Fauci's position. Like with masks and hydroxychloroquine, Fauci led the opposition. Trump was the deplorable's village idiot, and Fauci was the voice of science. But Fauci had invested a vested, a career long invested interest in keeping the NIH's funding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology's gain-of-function research out of the public eye. Fauci recently went to MSNBC, one of two Fauci love-fest cable stations, the other being, of course, CNN. He was asked if people resented him for always correcting the president. Here's his answer.
1: Out there who, for one reason or other, resent me for... What I did in the last administration, which was not anything that was anti-Trump at all. It was just trying to get the right information, to try and get the right data.
0: Fauci goes on to explain that he was always changing his answers because as new information came in, well, changes needed to be made to the message. Here's
1: that clip. <laughs> that they didn't understand it is that science is a dynamic process. So something that you know in January, you make a recommendation or a comment about it. But as you get more and more information, the information leads you to change because that's what science is. It's a self-correcting process.
0: This is so much donkey manure. Fauci never strayed from his animal theory of origins, even as new intelligence came in. Fauci never changed his position on a host of other scientific points, including hydroxychloroquine, despite tons of observational studies clearly linking positive outcomes to early use of this drug in combination with erythromycin. This last clip, is about all I can take of Fauci myself, this last clip of Fauci is, is where he's claiming he was only ever telling the truth, and it was never about the president.
1: Tell oh, the truth on the basis of what the data is. And it was never deliberately something against the president.
0: But yes, it was against the president. It was because Trump was strongly suspicious of China and the lab leak circumstantial evidence. Fauci couldn't have this prevail as the leading theory of origin, but now it is. And Tony's scrambling. Given that Joe Biden has demonstrably disembodied all of Trump's policies and dismissed all Trump's coronavirus team, but put Fauci in charge, what do you think this says about Dr. Fauci and President Trump? That Fauci is just simply a straight shooter? Oh, hardly. Dr. Robert Redfield, the CDC director throughout Trump's time dealing with the pandemic, dropped a bombshell on CNN on March 26, 2021. Redfield said he thinks in his professional opinion as a renowned virologist, that the COVID-19 virus actually escaped from a lab in Wuhan.
1: I do not believe this somehow came from a bat to a human. And at that moment in time, the virus that came to the human became one of the most infectious viruses that we know in humanity for human to human transmission. Normally when a pathogen goes from a zoonotic to human, it takes a while for it to figure out how to become more and more efficient in human-to-human transmission. I just don't think this makes biological sense.
0: Dr. Fauci responded on MSNBC almost immediately with a new version of the nature theory of origin.
1: Listen to this. The alternative explanation, which most public health individuals go by, is that this virus was actually circulating in China, likely in Wuhan, for a month or more before they were clinically recognized. Come on, Dr. Fauci. Given the
0: highly infectious nature of COVID-19, who really believes that in a densely urban city like Wuhan, that COVID-19 circulated for a month or two before it announced itself to the world? Sadly, Dr. Redfield has received numerous death threats since his March 26, 2021 opinion about the lab origins of COVID-19. Face it. Trump was right, but Trump has always been right about where the coronavirus came from. It came from Wuhan, China, and more specifically, the Wuhan Level 4 Virology Laboratory. Trump has been dead right on this subject. So what are some of the things the Trump administration knew about Wuhan? David Field, a deputy State Department official, investigating the COVID-19 origin said, Wuhan was not a natural environment where you'd expect to find a bat coronavirus to be found. Wuhan is an urban environment about a 1,000 miles away from where the bats are known to contain the closest known viruses to COVID-19. He also gave us three other reasons to be suspicious of a lab leak out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And here they are.
6: There were three pieces of information in particular that the U.S. government came to know. The first is that there were sick researchers inside the Wuhan Institute of Virology in the autumn of 2019, in just the period before the public outbreak of COVID-19 in Wuhan. We did not know whether their sicknesses were COVID-19 or the flu perhaps, but we know that they were consistent with COVID and believed it needed to be looked into much more closely. The second fact, was that they were conducting research in the months and years leading up to the outbreak, including on the closest known natural virus to uh, the COVID-19 virus. And they had not been transparent over the years about what they had been doing, and we wanted to call for greater transparency. And the third thing was that there were years of secret relationships between the Wuhan laboratory and China's military.
0: I believe this pandemic began in China and China lied to America and the rest of the world from the very first few cases originating in Wuhan, China. These lies not only delayed our public health response to what has become an unimaginable tragedy, but they also set us in the wrong direction and locked us into a misunderstanding of the very nature of this disease until early May of 2021, when the CDC finally came forward and fessed up to the fact that COVID-19 is an aerosolized airborne disease and not a large droplet respiratory disease, such as influenza. The Biden administration, until very recently, has appeared disinterested in getting to the bottom of the origin of this story. In fact, the Biden administration closed down an office that was still investigating the origins of the Chinese Wuhan coronavirus. We didn't know this until the Wall Street Journal recently reported that at least three Chinese scientists working in the Wuhan laboratory contracted a viral pneumonia early in November of 2020 and were hospitalized. This fact has resurrected the lab leak theory. So more to come, but we'll have to wait till next week. I regret I have only one life to give to my fellow conservatives. I regret I had only one hour today to give to this topic. However, I will return. So much more to say. I hope you found this informative. Please follow me on Twitter. I do follow back. You can find me at DFB Harvard. Daniel Francis Baranowski is what that stands for. DFB Harvard. I can't possibly thank you enough. You were marvelous and so patient with me again today. Let's do talk therapy next week. Same place, same time. Until then, blessings and cheers to all.